0: welcome back to the access code podcast hosted by yours truly cody i wanted to do something different this week anyway y'all i'm back from my atlanta trips i'm gonna recap everything and i'm going to do a review of certified level boy and the two for tuesday segment that you don't want to miss check it out
1: My eyes open Cause I've been drinking And I've been smoking And flying down 285 But I'm focused 454 says I race potions White level seats As fresh as alcohol I say I'm doing about 100 But the tracks still up Number 8 on everything used to and it If your your rip,
0: you And your your I Got the lace. Can't make it. Episode That's all my Back from vacation everybody I hope you miss me Because I missed you so uh, I'm back from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's let's go ahead and get right into it. Let me explain to you guys about my Atlanta trip. First things first, I got to see my Miami Hurricanes play in person. I've been a childhood fan of them for years. And um, I, I get it. They're not the Miami of the late 80s when I was born. They actually lost on my actual birthday, 10-28-89. They, they lost to Florida State. I am i can't really be mad about it because I technically would not have been a Miami Hurricane fan at that time. But nonetheless, they won the championship the, that year. So, against Alabama of all people. And they went against Alabama. And I know it's not the 0-1 Hurricanes. I, I really wish I was able to see that person. So, But for me, y'all, it was it, it was just... It felt good to finally see them play, okay? And it, and it was the best time because they, they playing in Atlanta. I have family in Atlanta. So all I need is a playing ticket and a game ticket. That's it. Now, they got fucking smoked, okay? The the road tie rolled up and was smoking on Miami. Canes packed the whole game. Not even just, it was a couple of them, you know, whatever, but the whole game. Miami got beat by 31 points. So yeah, but from seeing them in person and watching them play this past Saturday, I, I I can't even express this enough. You know the most exciting part of Miami Hurricane football in the last two weeks? There was a cat at the Hard Rock Cafe Stadium who was on the third level, on the highest level, right? And one, I want to know how that fucking cat got in the building or in the stadium, I should say. But... This cat was dangling and and fell, but luckily enough, the Canes fan, they was ready, and they caught that cat. That's the most impressive thing that's happened with Miami football in two weeks, and I say this as a Miami Hurricane fan. I would have rather have seen that in Atlanta than see what I saw in Atlanta, okay? And, yes, me being biased, that was some bullshit-ass calls. I'm not going to even get into that. I'm not even going to get into that. But I got to see him play. So, that was important to me. Uh, I went with my brother Lee. We had a great time. The experience was great, y'all. Okay? I thought it was kind of fucked up that Miami only opened up half of the stadium because I noticed because I bought tickets specifically to be on Miami's side. Just like how they split the size of uh, OU in Texas. They split the size. And I say they were air quotes. Because Alabama decided to open up the whole fucking stadium. And it was nothing but roadside everywhere. I didn't think I was going to be in this section with my or with Alabama fans. So, there you have that. So, that's all I'm going to say about the game. Uh, you know, in the last game, that's, I'm going to leave it at that. The only saving grace that night, even though Miami won. But the only saving grace, Florida State got beat by Jacksonville State. And they paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for them to come play them. That shit's hilarious to me, but I had a good time. Y'all Uh, flight was good. Both ways coming back. um, I was able to get my back at the carousel real great. Just spotted it both times. That was good. Um, I got to see Shannon. You guys listened to her in the last official episode of the podcast. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you this right now. I know we talked about on, you know, right before we went into the Beyonce talk, we were going to go to magic city or going to a strip club in general. And as much as I've been to Atlanta, I've not have seen the gymnastics, the ballet, the acrobatics from these lovely Atlanta ladies. And I tell you that I still have yet to see it. Um, we we thought Tuesday be a good day because Friday I came in, Saturday I went to the game, uh, Sunday I'm gonna get to that in a second, and uh, Monday was just it was Labor Day, and that could have been the day, but you know we should have went. I think we decided to go the route where it was like, hey, let's not pay as much to get in. So, Tuesday was the night. And um, I had a little... I had some money going into Atlanta. And I just... One, I was tired. I was just tired. And I didn't want to spend the money. I just... For some reason, I just... Is it weird that when you're broke, you, you can... Spend Find a way to spend money, but when you actually have it, like when you get paid outside of paying the bills and you got whatever's left over, you're like, you know, I kind of want to keep it. I like to save it for, for a, 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 a day, I'm gonna need it. And at that point, I almost just went to Atlanta for really the wings. That was it. Like, look, I will eventually go see these lovely ladies in Atlanta, but I, right now, it was just timing, just didn't work. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, we went, or, and I say we as in me and uh, my cousin Keela, we went to go see the Conway, the Machine, and Stove God Cooks concert from the Love Will Get You Killed tour. This was, a, this was supposed to be the official first stop. So we'll go ahead and say that. You know, uh, they went to Miami two weeks prior, but we'll just say this was the official one. Uh, first of all, Atlanta. If anybody that's listening to it, anybody was at the concert, or any artists, I just gotta say this right now, for real, for real, y'all are punctual. Doors open at seven. Y'all started the show at seven thirty. I need people that if you live in Oklahoma, promoters, artists, whatever, we that should be the plan. Now, credit, they had a lot of openers, but a lot of them I did appreciate. Uh, names I was able to remember and from just, you know, um, looking them up because I there's a few people I wish I would have wrote their names down in my phone, but didn't want to get too distracted and everything like that. Uh, they started the show with Mark Starr. Um, I had followed him on Instagram and he immediately had followed back. So that was kind of cool. Um, I don't know if it's just cause he saw that I was at the masquerade where the concert was at and everything, but he did a good job. Um, he has his song with Rick high. Uh, you just never know. I was trying to look for the song. I'm going to eventually try to get that on the two for Tuesday segment because that song was dope. And Rick high was there. Um, he, he was, he was in the building. So I was able to see him live for the first time. Um, another guy I remembered that cause I love the stage presence his name was Shane Gang. Um I was standing actually next to where he was selling his merch and um and stuff like right next to it cuz we just had a good you know vantage point where we were at. And it was this one song that he performed and he had the whole crowd get into it. So this side say what, the other side say what when I point to you and the song sounded good. It was it was real cool. Um I think they had a group called 716. Um i don't know if that's their name but they were good as well um um peak uh, i'm trying to think of an ske it was another it was a i want to say it was either a rapper or a group but they had J master j's son as the dj they sounded good i think they had a song called i had the fiends to come knocking on my window that was dope i gotta find that song. i have not looked it up yet but they did a good job but let's just get into with what i really want to talk about stove guy I got to see Stove Got Cooks in concert. I even bought a shirt from him and even got an autographed uh, picture. Didn't actually meet him, but hey, the, the, the autograph, uh picture came with the shirt, so no complaints. He came out, one of, uh, one of his dudes came out with an actual stove. I appreciate that. I appreciate that to the fullest. So he had an actual stove and the dude that brought it out was an artist, so he spray painted during the performance. It, you know, just pay attention to details. That was good. Uh, stove came out he rocked the show um and actually before i get more into it i have to appreciate all of the artists i want to say a good 95 percent of y'all actually came out and performed your songs and had the instrumental playing and you're rapping over it not rapping over your actual track you don't understand how much that is a good thing i cannot stand to go to a concert stand for a very long time because my back was hurting but it was worth that wait right for me to hear something that I could just put my AirPod in and listen to your track just the way it is, I don't like to hear people spit over the track because it takes away from the performance. I need to see the MC. I got, I got, I got to get more into it. So I appreciate ninety-five percent of y'all that did that. Okay, but Stove Guy, he did his thing. Cool. They uh they had a lot of the drum work people. So Lucky Seven, um, SK. Uh, this dude named goose I didn't not know about an artist from uh from drum work named goose but he was wearing a drum work chain so goose it is uh but but Conway came out Just was good he was he was like very like look get these mics off the stage, light dude, put a little light on and light off and all that. And I got to rock. I got to, I got to rock with the crowd. And he put, he had, uh, did a lot of the music from, um, from a king to a guy and La Machina. I thought he did a good job with that. You know, um, I was able to see Jid. I felt that I was going to have, it was going to be some surprises. And that was it. I thought for the scatterbrain song that they performed, I thought Luda was going to come out. And that way I was just going to be like, this will be my second time seeing Luda, just off the bat that i wasn't going to see a luda show so he did not he come out but they did get two chains and uh two chains is really tall in person i knew he's tall but when you see him in person y'all it, it, it hit different right also 38 spanish he performed the verse from um sunday school which was the best verse of that record and uh, everybody who was on that record killed it but man Everybody was rocking with his shit. You know what I'm saying? So, good show. I enjoyed myself. Uh, That will not be the last Atlanta concert I go to. Because that made me want to go to some more Atlanta shows. I'll say that. But um, other things I want to highlight from the trip. Y'all. Sunday. Shannon and I decided to go to brunch. Now. Atlanta has a lot of brunch spots. A lot of them. And remind you. This is the day after the Miami Hurricane Alabama game, as well as with stuff that was going on that weekend. They had uh black gay pride. Uh, I think they had a comic con, not the exact name, but they had a, like, you know, a little convention like that. So Atlanta was busy, right? But me and Shannon had decided to go to brunch. Now we, she gave, you know, my sister, Nico already has sent a bunch of spots that we can all go to. I wasn't able to make everything look Renny Rucci was performing I want to say on Sunday and I wanted to go see that but family was already there for a fish fry you you get some food in you you kind of want to chill it's just kind of how life is but I wish I would have got to do that I'm not gonna lie but me and Shannon decided to go at 10 30 and the spot that we had chose officially did not open till 12 it was called BQE so I was like Atlanta breakfast club. I've been there twice. They have the bombest sweet, uh, peach cobbler pancakes. And I, I'm going to tell you guys that shit fire. I know it sounds a bit much, but that shit fire. So I'm like, let's go. She's never been before. We get there. I'm like, look, I'll go ahead, drop me off. I'll go ahead and reserve our table. And cause I know we're going to wait. And I didn't realize that was going to be the key word, but I know we we're going to wait, but go ahead, park the car go inside, Yo, are my mans, two, and he was like, yeah, it's going to be about three hour wait, and I'm like, never mind, call Shannon, hope you didn't park, and hope you didn't pay to park, because it's a three hour wait, so come scoop me up, By the time I got back in the car, we were like, look, BQE's opening at 12, we pretty much, it's about 30 minutes at this point, let's just go ahead and, um, let's just go over there, cool, so we get there, y'all and we were the only two people that was there at the time. Now, we already parked, we paid, cool. Other people started coming up there, so it was almost like how, like, with well, me and Charisma, we go places. We attract the crowd, so people was up there, so they waiting outside, right? 12 o'clock hits. They open up the door, hey, y'all, about five more minutes, okay? It's a little hot outside, and I'm wearing pants. I should have worn my shorts, but I thought it was gonna be cold outside. I'm not gonna lie. So, at this point, cool. Well, one of the cooks from the restaurant comes out, Lit a cigarette. All right. If you got reservations on this side, if you don't have reservations stand on this side, all right, ladies, go ahead and get your purses out. We're going to be checking through. Men, we're going to pat you down. Have your IDs ready because if it's expired, you will not get in the restaurant. And if you're under 21, you need to be with a parent, not your play cousin, but your parent. Okay. Uh, if you have any drugs, make sure you give them to me. I, we, we. This is brunch. A nigga is hungry. But okay, we've been outside for a minute and I don't feel like going to nowhere else. The last option would have been uh, Waffle House. I didn't know they had a Cracker Barrel. I would have chose that place. But the rule is you don't eat at places that you don't have at home. So we stay in there, right? So they let the people with the reservations go first. Cool. It's like they forgot about people that don't have reservations. I was trying to look for a reservation y'all before we got there. Let me just say that right now. And to be completely honest with you, I thought it was just because of a nightclub. They were very strict on reservations as well as uh, dress code. But not for the brunch, but still, whatever. So they finally come outside. They were about to do that spill all over again. Whatever. But uh, they were like, cool. Now we walk inside and they were like, look, people that don't have reservations cannot be inside. This is only for reserves only. We got to take it to the back. I felt like we were at we were in segregation mode. At a black-owned restaurant, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. So we went to the to the back where there's a tent. Now they had tables and everything, cool. If you wanted to, you can get your hookah and get your mimosas. But we are hungry, and I'm just not about to get all that shit right now. All right. So we had waters. She ordered shrimp and grits. I ordered the chicken and waffles. Took a minute for us the food to get, you know, get there. And on top of that, they blasting music, y'all. This is a Sunday. I, I low-key felt with that owner that was in Dallas at that brunch spot That when people, you know, all the girls was twerking and shit like that And he got pissed off I kind of understood what he was going through at that time But, but, but The other part of me is like, look, everybody have fun Cool, right Even Shannon was like, she felt old Because they was blasting some music that normally you don't hear at restaurants And, you know, she was like, what is all this hippity hop? And a laugh that was pretty funny uh But yeah it is what it is. We got our food. I had the the waffles was red velvet with, the, you know, with the cream cheese filling. Shit was fire. And very expensive for both foods. I You know, but hey, we waited there for a long time. Might as well. But it is good a good story for the podcast. Because I will tell you this. And Shannon, I did not take you this. So when you hear this, let me know that you heard this part. Okay. The very last day that I was in Atlanta, y'all. My sister took us to a spot that she hadn't even been to, and she's been in Atlanta for years, right? She took us to a spot called Toast. This was a like a brunch spot, and let me tell you, that was the best brunch I've had in so long, in the best place restaurant I've probably been to in the state of Georgia. She took uh, my brother-in-law Johnell, which I'll get to in like towards the end of the show because I gotta say something for him, and uh, my mom, and uh, we all got french toast with the exception of nico getting the fish and grits west side of shrimp and that was the best fish shrimp grits i've had before just from two bites my mom had uh apple cobbler french toast you think it sounds a bit rich but they did a really good job of you know whatever i had the oreo crumble uh french toast now it sounds like a lot but to be honest with you the way they made it was really good so yeah it was a big deal um, overall, my trip to Atlanta was fun. Family that is listening to this, I enjoy all y'all. It was fun. I even played the most intense spades game I've ever played in my life and won. My mom and uh, you know fa- uh, family as well with Terrell and Desi. Terrell mom were uh, were partners and they lost. We won by default, me and Desi because. The, the other side decided to quit and unplug the controller basically so but overall i enjoy seeing y'all atlanta always i make my yearly trip out there so you know if you guys listen to this podcast from years on in just know every year you go hear an atlanta trip and a recap of it and hopefully it's good stories just like i did for the last one but um if you guys have not listened to the last episode of random Combos from the couch this is what you missed on the last episode he said we do not offer curriculum we are not a school that's not what Bishop Sycamore is so I,
2: what is it What is it like AAU what the hell is it
0: <laughs> I think that's the biggest misconception about uh, us was that was our fault uh, because there was a mistake on our paperwork <laughs> so, so
2: what are they
0: so Bishop Sycamore is now a non chartered non tax supported school still Jackson he he doesn't know, I
2: know it's a school that ain't got <laughs> curriculum what the fuck are y'all teaching?
0: <laughs> J- Jackson claims. Uh, How are the, you a
2: school? The filing
0: was submitted to the Ohio Department of Education before he was hired, right? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I won't speak on the uh, speak on something I don't know. So
2: they're trying to become a school. <laughs> I'm confused, but they don't have a curriculum. So what are you teaching? <laughs> Bishop, and you're not you're not certified. <laughs> so people will go to your institution and don't mean shit
0: so they can't put
2: that shit down on a resume <laughs> education Should ain't even accredited what are you talking about
0: <laughs> all right everybody let's go ahead and get into the clb review certified lover boy y'all was released on the 3rd of september and since I'm back recording, I can go ahead and give you my review of Drake's album. So if you guys have listened to Random Combos from the Couch, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out. I did mention a few things way, but well enough before the album dropped. I, I remember mentioning like within the first two episodes or whatever about how Drake, because he was supposed to drop this project in January. And be completely honest with you, I feel like what we would have gotten in January wouldn't have been as good. For some reason, some told me maybe it was smart for him to kind of just hold off, you know. I don't know if it's just because of the Kanye thing. I'll get to that in a little bit. But at the same time, whatever I felt like we were going to get, because I think we got a brand new project. Or maybe just a few tracks, you know, stuff like that. So I do appreciate him releasing it at this time because it was a perfect. And I don't think nobody really dropped that day. Like really anybody important, I'll say. Right? So I got to say that right now. But that album cover, pretty much, is gonna be a knock on my half of the project. That album cover is terrible. The emojis, I mean, look, it it is it's 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 catchy because for promotion of companies, like Trojan had put out um, their version of it, like, hey, maybe if you buy Trojans, you want to worry about getting pregnant and stuff like that. I get it, but Drake really should have thought about really going in to make a good album cover there's a person that i want to highlight that made a better album cover just off just even not even promotion for the album but it was really good Adlib, a good uh friend of mine he made an album cover of his own for certified lover boy and it is 100% better than the one that drake put out and i wish drake would have actually saw it and be like yo let me do that because it fit what he was talking about Y'all check that out. Go go to Adlibs page and go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. All right. The promotion of the billboards. Very smart. Who is whoever is in charge of marketing? Please give them a raise, Drake, because that was good. The fact that he was going through all the other cities of what artists were going to be from because we never got a track listening to the album drop so we had ideas who's going to be on the album well actually by him going on the billboards he actually put it on there for example he put he put the goat is going to be on the album in new york everybody should have already realized that was jay there is nobody else that's really the goat I know they're good rappers, and I know there's people that a lot of people consider the go. But if it's New York, it's only really one go. I love Nas, but Nas wasn't going to be on that project. Let's just say that right now. And him even going to uh, to Toronto talking about the best rapper alive song in 2009, it's not a stretch. That was, that was Lil Wayne. We all knew who that was. Even if he just would have said the best rapper alive, I would have gotten it. You know, they have a good relationship. But kudos to whoever thought about that idea, for real, for real. Um, promotion I did not like as well I'll say cause I know I had said that about the Album cover um really wasn't even Well He's a trendsetter them fucking heart parts I fucking hate it I'm not gonna lie Them heart parts really just wasn't It for me Drake like everybody Doing that shit like come on now And a lot of them don't even add like Drake's was The best one I'll say that but everybody else's Hearts would just they, they look like upside down balls let's just Go ahead and call it like that All right, things all wanna highlight on the album. Big shout out to Leon Thomas III, my cousin. Not really my cousin, but he a Thomas, so it counts. Uh, That was Andre Harris on the show Victorious. I wanna say that was on Nickelodeon uh, with Victoria Justice and Ariana Grande, and he's been producing for a lot of artists, so it's not like anything new, but it was just cool that he was able to produce three songs and three songs that I absolutely enjoyed. That was Love All, In the Bible, and Pipe Down. Gotta give him a big shout out to that. And another uh, producer I wanna highlight is Wonder Girl. Now, a lot of y'all, if you don't know her, get familiar because she's produced a lot of songs that y'all probably rock with. She's produced on the uh, on CLB, Fair Trade, featuring Travis Scott. Right, but other songs I love that she produced, Christopher Walken, that's Pop Smoke, Bitch Better Have My Money, rihanna and then also antidote one of my favorite singles from travis scott so and plus that made me want to buy the album and i did for real big shouts out to her so i gotta also get this out good thing that yay did not drop on the same day as kanye I got to also highlight someone who made a good point on one of the videos I posted on my Instagram. And that's Big J Rizzle. You should guys, it, guys check out the, the bonus episode with Big J Rizzle. But, you know, shout out to him for listening to the show and being a big supporter. And, hey brother, you can always come on because you you made a good point about something. He said, Kanye better hope Drake's album is not over an album or nobody will be jam, jamming Donda." That is a fact. That is a fact. Because I'm going to be honest with you drake like when he when he's motivated he's gonna give you a good project okay i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys know at the end of when i'm gonna highlight some tracks what i feel about the project where i rank them in drake's discography. okay but i will say i love more of the rapping on the album than the singing and, and that's just me in general from drake because he's really good at doing both he's very versatile but when he gets into his rapping shit, He's started to, you know, he's a really good artist. So let me, you know, give him that. But uh, songs I really wanna go ahead and highlight. My favorite song on the project after listening to it many of the times, no friends in the industry. Okay, I love the fact that he had a three, six mafia sample. And, and also I gotta put this out right now, for this year alone, honestly, Memphis artist samples are winning, okay? Back uh back in the Chevy or you know, uh, you know, the Duke Deuce and and uh in Isaiah, you know, uh Rashad, you know, the Ride with your track, that was dope. And also coming out hard from Duke Deuce. I'm telling you, Memphis samples right now are winning. So big shouts out to him. And I love the fact that um it's just the way he was rapping on it. I felt like Meg Meg would have killed that track if she was featured on there she would have came in and kicked it because i feel like i felt like that could have been a meg the stallion song you know and I'm, I'm no no knock on drake but i feel like i love that song so yeah maybe think about the remix, drake, drake if you ever listen to this all right nice talk okay i love the fact that he had 21 savage and project Pat featured on there and it was the song after uh you know friends in the industry so he was able you know to to kind of move along i like how he did that you know um and to be honest with you to me this sounds like more of a 21 savage song than a drake song like no joke like if 21 savage was like this would be a single i would have rocked with that for real love all it's hove this is my second favorite feature from hove this year behind uh what it feels like with nipsey on the Black Judas uh, soundtrack, for real, and it, 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 it was just the fact that like I, you know, Drake kind of was just doing the same thing. It almost was repetitive, but but came in. You could tell he, someone made him mad, but he had a hot verse on that song. So big up, big ups to that. TSU, TSU reminded me of the fact that I love Houston Drake. That's my favorite Drake. Everybody has a version of Drake. That's my favorite one. So far gone will be something I'll always listen to, but Houston Drake always that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, like for real, to me that sounds like a good little strip club song. Like, but it's like uh, like for a feature dance or something. Like if some you know some girl just has that one the, the spotlight is on her, that'll be a good strip club song. I'm just saying, you know, I wish I would have saw that in Magic City i'm not mad at you shannon <laughs> i love you. <laughs> way too sexy this is definitely a guy's anthem okay uh, ladies ladies out there y'all have the bad bitch anthems you know what i'm saying remember act up from city girl you know it, the summer was y'all's you know what i'm saying but i'm not saying this is a competition but i'll say for for guys this is just like how when so fresh so clean came out or pretty boy swag way too sexy is catchy it be one of those songs i probably will get sick of but I actually enjoyed it from first few listens of listening to it. I like it. The, and it, this gives me, like, Shawn Michaels, you know, uh, I'm not a sexy boy type vibes. You know, I'm just saying, you know. And, and for all y'all that got them heart parts, y'all better be jamming to this song. I'm just going to be completely honest with you, okay? Um, I love the sample for Into Deep with Future because, I mean, Bum B. Matter of fact, actually, y'all, it's funny that I'm mentioning that because the day I'm recording this, Trill from bun b had dropped on the, on this exact date that i'm recording so basically if you guys listening to this on tuesday it was the monday before and the 13th so hey i could both bump track both tracks and then hey it works in the bible super chill and props to dirt for 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 repping for his girl india like for real I like that song. It's just it, it was cool vibes and everything like that. And plus, I like the way that Drake was like how he was harmonizing the song. It, it was it was cool. I think that maybe pulled me in just because I like how he harmonized it. Um, the only song that I'm gonna say I'm not a fan a fan of is "Found."s I'm just I can't get in. I just I can't I can't get into it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also because I know that they recorded this record a record and Benny. He you know, he previewed it at um, one of his shows or a festival I should say. I really wish that Benny would have been part of the project. And the only reason why I said this because y'all for real, if Benny would have been featured on this album with the higher stature that Drake has, a lot of people really would have tuned in That has not not already tuned in to Benny the Butcher Like, we talking big And when Drake, it, when there's a feature You know, you seen what happened with like Lil Baby, cause that's the first time I heard Lil Baby when he was, you know, had a song with Drake You know, same thing for Black Boy JB I'm not saying that he gonna be on a level where Like, cause he ride better than both of them niggas Let's just call it like that But it was just, I'm thinking, man, if he was on the project It, it would have been it But maybe Tana Talk 4 And I cannot wait till I review that project on this, on this podcast Alright So As of today After listening to it For two weeks I have to say CLB Will rank third In Drake's albums Not not all his projects But just the albums alone Behind Take Care And Nothing Was The Same Because you know I, I really, really wasn't feeling views that much Thank Me Later Was It was good But it, it to me it's not it wasn't like a debut like a ready to die or illmatic or reasonable doubt it was it was good but good for the moment but take care of, over over bear that you know what i'm saying and um that means that if that's the case i want to say maybe fifth or six i have to look at you know my rankings overall because definitely got to put so far gone and if you're reading this right now nothing was the same got to be in that and in, in overall of it's you know thing like that Last thing I want to mention, which is super cool As I'm recording this, y'all In the Billboard Top 100, Top 10 Drake has nine of the spots And all of them is from this project We we have a national treasure right here, y'all For real Drake, thank you I apologize to you on my other podcast But I have to say thank you 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 did a good job I haven't really heard anybody say they really Anybody that I know on a personal level, I should say say that that was a bad project i thought you did a good job it was well you know worth the wait and everything like that so hey my fellow scorpio did it again so we we'll are go ahead and uh, let's get into the next segment everybody should know this part of the podcast if you are a loyal listener and if you are a loyal listener of my pod because i'm episode 24 in y'all the third episode, my guest, Corina Lachelle, very talented person. For real, y'all. And if you haven't listened to the episode, you need to go ahead and check that out. Dope episode, right? And also with that being said, I was able to feature her on the Two for Tuesday segment. Y'all, I can say that this was so super cool because I should have did this a few weeks ago, but I'm going to do it now, all right? Bad Bitch, the song that I had on that segment. With her featuring her sis, divana Won an award this year. It was a... It won a... And I hope I'm saying this right. A Tashay Award. Right? So, I thought it was cool. So, I was going to go ahead... You know, a few episodes. I should have done this. I was going to go ahead and give her a congratulations. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make up for it. Because, for real, she is also promoted the podcast as much as I promoted the music. With that being said, I was going to go already put her for this week's segment. But on Sunday she dropped a cover to one of my favorite songs this year from jasmine sullivan and re on it so i'm like you know what you just make it easier for me courtney courtney for real keep grinding you're gonna be back on the show again she's already og to the show y'all so we're gonna go and in, go into it right courtney lachelle's cover of on it <laughs>
2: why you
0: so good don't y'all agree don't y'all agree go ahead and follow her i am Courtney lachelle for real it look it's not gonna be too hard to find just come back to the page and go to her page for real and i support the people who support me for real Courtney, you already know you got to come back on the show you got a guest spot for life all right for the next one we're gonna go in this week with this song I've been I've been really enjoying it's been out for about a week or so and I just think it was a cool video it was a cool song was, you know straight to the point I want this artist to win he's already with an artist that was winning already this year this is Maxo cream talent the creator big persona all get you can all get
3: money All these niggas talkin' about? million for the summer highs Love it when the sun be out Cause we be out riding around in that thing with the Santa Rose And the inside it tones like a cantaloupe Got a Grammy and that just the interlude Y'all niggas lucky I ain't spends the other two. Got a lemon that sit on the earring, And that bitch glimmerin' like bling Dance on the moon, to be like sing Nigga, so far, so far, so far, so far Damn, I'm blow that neck on land Professor with Gazelda. pockets is Kim and Nikki Parker. I make more money than Professor. Bitch, I'm getting cake. Eight figure nigga, no more section eight. Move mama out the hood. We ain't good, bitch, we doing. Mansion, new estate friendly neighbors pearly gates sipping on the palmas with my mama chilling by the lake broke ass niggas love that hate can't pay his rent he always late i left the hood they call me fake ain't shit realer than real estate all that flex and capping that's below my tax bracket before i buy a bitch a birkin bag i spend a bag on ass. big splash big money big cars big jewels, big saw big niggas big talk fuck these niggas talking about big dream big business big whiskey Big shit, that's whatever, nigga. Big money, big cars, big shoes, big y'all, big niggas, big talk, fucking niggas, talking back, big dreaming, big, singing, big swiss, big, winning, big, living big shit. It's whatever, nigga.
0: Yeah. Alright. There's something, there's something slap for real. Alright. Before I go, everybody, I got to go ahead and plug a very special birthday shout out to someone who I think I think very highly of. And for real, one one of these days, I'm going to get him on the pod. I was going to try to get it last week, but we're going to work out the kinks and get everything in. But happy birthday to my brother-in-law, John L. For real, celebrate to the fullest. You're probably my favorite Virgo because I'm a Scorpio and we have like, you know, uh, Zodiac sign beef. But at the same time, you're my bro. With that being said, everybody, if you are in Atlanta, Georgia, please do, if you can, visit Prohibition Liquor. All right. I was there when I touched down, y'all, and I worked. I worked for a good 20 minutes. And if I would have stayed for another 20 more minutes, they would have had to discuss healthcare options with me because I I, got to get on the payroll. (laughs) Matter of fact, I was working for the 20 minutes I was there. I had two customers that was asking about tequila and one was asking about rum. And I'm like, look, I ain't got the prices just yet, or I ain't got to that little spot yet. But for real, y'all go check out Prohibition Liquor. John L. Happy birthday to you, brother. Everybody that's listening to the pod, go ahead and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Access Code Pod. Listen to my Access Code playlist. I will update it every week that when you guys hit the two for Tuesday segment or any song that's gonna be played on the podcast, everybody. You just heard uh on it the cover from Courtney Lachelle. Now I can not put the actual cover on apple music but you can actually still stream jasmine sullivan Ari lennox's version because i will be putting it on there as well as big persona you guys just heard it listening to it like that keep listening to the podcast on apple podcast spotify pop bean and now amazon music so we're just getting some more dis- distributors out there and everything like that. Any artists that would love to be featured on the Two for Tuesday segment, please do not hesitate to uh, to email me at accesscodepod at gmail.com. Everybody, for real, y'all, I'm happy I was getting, able to give you guys another episode and everything like that. I missed you guys so much. So, you know I got to say it because you know I mean it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to my show.
2: Flypod Yeah. I don't wanna do this. <laughs>